Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah's Peah, Perak Hey, Mishnah Hey, and Mishnah Vav. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Lily Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basar Yaakov, Maisha, Hernan, Shamash, Abnalia, and Bischos, Rachel, Basar, Gittel, and Daniel, Yezer, and Spire Rachel. They should be Gemesh with Zerushal Kayama, the Kar of Mamish. And Mishnah Hey says, Hamachlif Imo Aniyim, someone who exchanges produce with the Aniyim, meaning the Aniyim went through his field, they took a whole bunch of Leket Shechan Peah, and then he went up to the Ani and he says, Hey, can you give me the Leket Shechan Peah that you took, and I'll give you the same amount of grain or the same amount of produce? Produce from my house, Bishalai Pater, Ubishalanim Chayev. That which he, the Baal Bias, received from the Ani is Pater in Maestris, and that which he's giving to the Aniim is Chayev. As we've said, Leket Shechampeh is Pater in Maestris. The Ani does not have to take off Maestr, and that would still apply even though the Ani gave his Leket Shechampeh to the Baal Bias, that stuff is still Pater in Maestr. However, that which the Baal Bias is giving to the Ani is Chayev in Maestr, and he actually has to take Maestr off before before he gives it to the Ani. That's because it has to be a fair exchange. He received something from the Ani that's Pater and Meiser, so the thing that he's giving to the Ani has to be Pater and Meiser also, which means he's got to take off Meiser before he gives it to the Ani. Now, before we continue with the Mishnah, it's very important to understand the following. Even if an Ani owns a field, yes, he can still be an Ani, even though he owns a field. It could be he has this tiny little field that barely produces anything. He owns a field, he would be chayv and like a Sheikh but he's still considered an Ani. So he's actually not allowed to take Leket Shechempeah from his own field. That's because the Pasuk tells us, V'leket Ketzir Chaloisalaket, you're not allowed to take your own Leket, La'ani V'lager Tazevaisam, you have to leave it for the onion for the Ger. And if we just shift the comma over one word in this Pasuk, we could read it differently. We could read it as, V'leket Ketzir Chaloisalaket La'ani, that an Ani is not allowed to take his own Leket Shechempeah. Even though he's an Ani, he's not allowed to take Leket Shechempeah from his own field. So now the Mishnah gives us a few cases about this. Shnaim Shekibbles Asadabari Two people, they got a field by Arisos, that means that they were sharecroppers. So what exactly is a sharecropper? So sharecropping was actually fairly common back in the day. One person owned a field, he wasn't necessarily interested in working his field, he wanted someone else to do it, so he would rent out his field to people who wanted to try to raise the crops and try to grow everything in his field on their own. And the rental fee of their field was just a portion of the crops, let's say 20%. So Ruvain is going to be renting a field from some Baalabias, Ruvain has to pay him 20% of the crop, and Ruven gets to keep 80% of the crop. And that's what the word arisos, sharecropping, means. Share crop. They share the crop that grows in the field. And what's important to remember over here is that sharecroppers, to some extent, are considered like they actually own the field, even though it's not really their field. Since they get a percentage of the crop, it's as if they own the field. So back to the case of our Mishnah, we had two people that were sharecropping a field from the owner. Let's call them Ruven and Shimon. Ruven and Shimon were friends, and they were poor. They were on and they were sharecropping the field from the Balabias. So we actually consider Reuven and Shimon as if they each own half the field. What do they do over here? Each one could give the other one his portion of Maeser Ani. So Reuven harvests his half of the field. He separates Maeser Ani. He's not allowed to keep it himself because, as we said, an Ani is not allowed to keep his own Matnas Aniim, but he's allowed to give it to his friend Shimon. And Shimon does the same, and he gives his Maeser Ani to his friend Reuven. By that same token, some of Farshim explain that they're also allowed to take Lekat Shechem in each other's half of the field. Ruvain is allowed to take Lekat Shechem in Shimon's half, and Shimon is allowed to take Lekat Shechem in Ruvain's half. And a similar case to this, Hamakabal saw the Liktar, someone who got a field to harvest it. This is quite similar to sharecropping. In this case, the Balabias actually was the one that plowed his field and planted and did everything, but he just didn't want to harvest the field. So he hired a fellow, and he was paying him a percentage of the harvest. He said, look here, Ruvain, you you 
harvest my field, I'll pay you 20% of the harvest. So once again, like in the previous case, Reuven is actually considered like he partially owns this field. Reuven's not going to take leket shechopei and meiser ani from this field, even though Reuven happens to be poor. Again, that's because he partially owns the field. Now, Amr Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, Amosai, when is it that this poor person who's harvesting the field is not allowed to take anything? That's only if the agreement between him and the Baal was that he gets half, a third, or a quarter of the field. That's the percentage that he's receiving. And the way that the agreement was stipulated, meaning the way that the agreement was worded, was that you, Ruvain, who's harvesting my field, you get half, a third, or a quarter of the standing grain. But if the Baal Bayes had told him, you're allowed to take a third of everything that you harvest, meaning you're only allowed to get your wages from that which is harvested, then Ruvain's allowed to take like a Chechampea, but Aser Maeser Ani, he's not allowed to get Maeser Ani. And the reason why in this case Ruvain would be allowed to take like a Chechampea is because, as we said previously, the Chiv of like a Chechampea only applies to standing grain. Ruvain only gets a percentage in the grain after it's already been cut, which means he doesn't have any ownership in the grain while it's standing, so therefore he doesn't have any ownership in the grain when it's Chayv and like a Chechampea, he's allowed to take like a Chechampea. The reason why he's not allowed to get Maeser Ani is because the Chiyav to give Maeser Ani is on something which was already harvested. He has a percentage in the grain after it's been harvested, so he's considered a part owner. He's not allowed to take Maeser Ani in that case. And moving on to Mishnah Vav with yet another case. Hamaychar Sadeu. Someone sold his field. So we have an Ani who owns a field. And as we said, he's not allowed to take Lekat Shechampea from his field. Now this Ani's looking at his field of fully ripened grain and he says, you know what? I don't have the Kayach to harvest the whole thing. I'm just going to sell my entire field. So he sold his field. Hamaychar Mutter. The Meicher, this seller, now he's allowed to take Lekat Shechampea from his field because it's not his field anymore. And he sold it when the grain was still standing and they hadn't started the harvest yet, so there was no chiv of Lekat Shechampea. Therefore, he, the original owner of the field, is allowed to take Lekat Shechampea. However, the buyer is not allowed to, even if the buyer is an Ani. That's because the buyer now owns the field, it's his field, and an Ani is not allowed to take Lekat Shechampea from his own field. And the Mishnah now teaches yet another case where the Baal Bayes would be considered like he's gaining from his own leket, and therefore it's usher to do the following. A person's not allowed to hire workers on condition that this worker's son is allowed to harvest the leket as his father is harvesting the field, that his son is allowed to go and follow him and pick up all that leket. Now, why would that be usher? That's because the worker is actually going to charge the balabayas a lower rate because of the benefit that he's receiving that his son can take leket. So let's say a standard worker who's harvesting a field would charge $20 an hour, this worker would only charge $15 because he's getting this benefit that his son is allowed to follow after him and take the leket that he drops. And the reason why that's usher is because it turns out that the balabayas is gaining by using leket as part of the worker's wages. Because again, instead of the worker charging $20 an hour, he's charging $15 an hour. That extra $5 is savings for the balabayas, and that's coming out of leket, so he's not allowed to do that. And now the mission concludes with a cautionary halacha. Misha if a person doesn't allow the poor people into his field to take leket, he lets someone in, but he tells another guy, you're not allowed to come into my field to take leket, or he helps one of them, and the other ones he doesn't help. That's considered stealing from the aniyim. And on that, the Pasuk in Mishle says, 
don't encroach the boundary of the poor, meaning don't go into their boundaries, don't go into their place, don't go into their space. When it comes to Leket, you're not allowed to interfere with the poor. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Zayin and Ches. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.